welcome back to another episode of Exploring Chiropractic. This is an after-school special. This is episode 9, How Do You Use Social Media? And this episode was recorded nearly five months ago, and I am just way behind the times. Got stuck doing school stuff, so I apologize to my guests for the lateness, but we have some great content I speak with four of the most active chiropractic students on social media, and we talk about why you should be on social media. We talk about all the big platforms, including YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, blogging. I stir up a little controversy over the germ theory of disease, and we share our tick picks, including a brand new social network specifically for chiropractors. We had some connection issues on my end later in the call, but fortunately my guests enjoyed the time without me. So please excuse the lapse in quality now and then. But the content was great, and my guests were just fabulous. I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I did recording it. And we're live. This is Exploring Chiropractic. Thanks, everybody, for joining and listening in today. I'm your host, Nathan Cashin, and joining me today are three, no, now four of the most active chiropractic students on social media that I could find. And I am extremely excited to invite each one of them with me today. First up, we've got, of YouTube fame, the most interesting chiropractic student in the world, Dave Tran. How you doing, Dave? I'm well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited to get this down. So you have an awesome YouTube channel, and you in, you interview, like, big-name chiropractors, right? Absolutely. Yeah, really excited to talk about that. It's going to be cool to hear how you manage to spend time with each of these guys. Next up, we've got coming all the way from uh, New Zealand, Brian Lanou. What's going on? Am I pronouncing your name right? Is it Lanou, Lanou? It's Lanou. Lanou, okay. <laughs> and you've got the, the awesome blog, ourextraordinarylives.com. Yes, many, me and my yeah. partner, Taya, we, we yeah. rock out whatever we learn and whatever we want to pass on through that. And how many subscribers are you guys up to now? Uh, we're up to almost 1,400. Wow, crazy. That's yeah, awesome. And coming up next, we've got um, another uh, fellow UWS student and the, the creator, I guess, of the Chiropractic Students Facebook page, Alicia Smith. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining me. I think uh, you and I had a similar idea about the same time last year. <laughs> That's how they say it works, right? <laughs> yeah, I came across your page because I was thinking of starting this group, and I was like, okay, what is out there for chiropractic students, and voila, your page came up. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about uh, social media for chiropractic students, and maybe students in general. I mean, why do we think social media is valuable? Well... I mean, from my perspective, um, starting out, I've had the idea of my own practice and um, working with my partner. We've been planning and masterminding um, our practice since we got to chiropractic college. So for us, you know, we had a very specific idea of what we wanted. And I know that's not the same for every student's experience. A lot of people go through a lot of changes. But we had this idea of what, of what we wanted and how we wanted chiropractic. Different steps along the way, what we've learned have obviously refined that. Um, but we wanted to start getting our message out there. We wanted to start getting the message of chiropractic out there. But we wanted to, you know, start our 
we wanted to start a brand and a global brand at that. And so we started growing that and we just kind of threw some stuff up of, you know, what interested us. And, um, you know, it's just kind of taken off from there. And you got your blog has been pretty successful, hasn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we don't sell anything on it yet. So, uh, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people read it. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how to make money off it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it looks like we might have uh, Brendan joining in a little bit late. Brendan, are you are you able I, to talk with I us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, yes, I can hear you. All right. And there comes Fantastic. your video. So uh, Brendan McCann is a student at NYCC and is the, the, should I say, the fingers behind the Twitter account for <laughs> Student uh, American Chiropractic Association, right? You got it. Awesome. Hey, thanks for joining us tonight. I'm glad to be here. So, Dave, I know you're kind of in a time crunch, but Brian, Brian was talking a little bit about having this future idea of what practice is going to be like. Is that one of the reasons you started your YouTube channel? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I love the philosophy of chiropractic, but I also know but there's a, um, an equal amount to both um, the innate mind versus the educated mind. And to me, the educated mind is where you kind of dial in on the business aspects of it. Um, so, yeah, um, uh, I, mean, like, I guess it kind of goes hand in hand. But, um, but honestly, the, the, the YouTube channel kind of is a kind of a selfish endeavor for me um, because, um, you know, our, our greatest voids um, – becomes our greatest value. So, um, so at the campus I am at, um, we don't have these big time speakers come through, you know, you know, I know at Parker and life and life West and Sherman, we always have like the top names kind of come through campuses. So these students have these amazing opportunities to connect with, uh, the giants and the pioneers of the profession, you know, and learn, you know, from their mistakes and not, I mean, no, like no discredit from any of the professors and stuff like that. Uh, because without them, um, we don't, have a school to learn from to to prepare, prepare us for national boards and stuff like that but with but in terms of um of learning about what chiropractic is in the real world you know and with, with someone that's actually practicing um it's uh you know we, like, we don't get any of that um well like we do but not in my what i hold uh, dear and what i believe chiropractic to be so so honestly it just came out from wanting to connect with these people and uh, with low overhead, hence the internet, and, um, and definitely um, a way to uh, get this information out to other people as well, too, because I know that um, you know, one of my strengths is be able to connect and network uh, with people, because uh, I, I come from a background of, uh, I used to be a, a DJ. I was a DJ, in a, uh, and I rolled sushi before enrolling into chiropractic school. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, so, did, you know, were you at like a sushi bar where you would chat with the customer right there? Exactly, exactly. So you know, um, so you know, you you really are just who you are connected to, and you're and you're also like the average of the five people that you hang out with the most. So I figure, you know, if I could connect with these, you know, badasses of chiropractic, that you know, if I hang out with them long enough, you know, maybe some of their insight would rub off on me. So how do you manage to get? I mean, we're talking. Like the big names, Liam Schubel, Patrick Gentempo, Billy DeMoss. Um, who was the one you just uh, interviewed about research? Oh, for chiropractic. Yeah. That, was a, that was a really great one, the most recent one that I saw. Yeah. How do you get these guys to spend 15 minutes with you online? Well, you know, like I said, um, I think 
you know, like, like I don't have any of this on my campuses. And the one thing that I have found um, with chiropractors, uh, well, very specific chiropractors that, um, that they themselves who have been mentored and um, owe a lot to their successes to their mentors um, are the ones that are very open to connecting with students. Um, so uh, when I first started chiropractic school, I was just, um, you know, I originally came for it for like money and stuff like that, you know, you know to be have, uh, uh, to have more education, stuff like that. But I know that I'm going to come away with a better philosophy of life. But, um, but I was just fascinated by it. So I visited, I don't know how many chiropractic offices I've, I've seen, you know, and I've, I've seen tons, probably I would say four dozen at least. And, and I think what it is, is that because a lot of students kind of say the same thing to me too. It's like, how do you get into to visit all these awesome offices? And it boils down to this, is that I, I, I love human behavior. And I think people are attracted to um, inspired people, you know? And, and, and I have like this curiosity to learn. And I'm not going in there, um, going uh, to interview these, these chiropractors or visiting these chiropractic offices to point out their flaws. You know, I'm, I'm going in there uh, with an open mind and with respect and being grateful to kind of learn from them, you know, and, and I think they sense that. I think they sense that, that I've, I'm inspired to learn more about everything, you know, especially if it has to do with chiropractic. So, so that's number one. And then, and then number two is just like, it, it really is a kind, of, kind of like a big fraternity or a brotherhood or a sisterhood that, um, especially with the the people that you want to connect with, it's like, you know, they want to see the profession succeed and they, they realize that the students is the future of chiropractic, you know, and, and if they could just help in any way they can, whether it be like a conversation or just even, you know, an office tour or, you know, donate their money, like they will do what they can to, to support. So I don't think I have to do any convincing. Um, I think if, uh, if a person is just really being true to who they are and having integrity, uh, I think people can sense that and they want to help those people that they believe that can, you know, have a positive impact on the world. That's pretty awesome. I found also that uh, you kind of mentioned this, but just to maybe rephrase it, finding that person's passion and asking questions about that sure. rather than, you know, whatever you want to learn. People love talking about their passions and yeah. if you focus on that, focus on the things that they're good at. They just love talking about Brian. You, I know you've you you don't do YouTube videos, but you talk a lot with um, some other big name chiropractors. I know you. I recently saw a um, photo on Facebook of you and was it is it Vic, Doctor Vic, or who was it that came down to New Zealand? Uh, Doctor Demartini was here. Uh, Doctor Romani, who does um, some funny videos, um, funny and educational videos, was down here. Um, but yeah, the one, I do a similar thing to Dave, not in that I record it for YouTube, but I started a philosophy club down here at the New Zealand College um, when I first got down here for the same reason is that, you know, we weren't getting a lot of the big names coming through except for like during our Lyceum. So same thing. I just, I just started reaching out to see, you know, and just put it out there to, you know, just start asking the big names or, you know, who I thought were the big names. Um, and just asking to come on Skype at like 12 midnight, anywhere between 12 midnight and 2 in the morning, and come on and talk to the students. And most of them will stay on. Some some stay on for an hour. Some stay on for four. It depends who we get on the call. But I mean, when you when you want to reach out to people, it's really just all about asking. 
and just being authentic and just, you know, saying, you know, I want to learn something from you. I believe you hold some sort of value and most people will get back to you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, who the heck am I trying to do this podcast? But you guys, I mean, you guys that are really successful on social media and I'm so excited to be hanging out with you. This is pretty cool. Dave, speaking of interesting, at the beginning of each video, you, you name yourself the most interesting chiropractic student in the world. How did that come about? <laughs> I, I, honestly, like, I think it's, um, I guess I always have like some kind of story or something like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, and what I've noticed is like every chiropractor has an interesting story. Um, because chiropractic in and of itself is not a normal career path for most people because like chiropractors don't think like normal people. So, <laughs> so, you know, and you know, it's fascinating because we're all at different schools and stuff like that. And then, you know, one of the things that I've involved with myself with is uh, the student um, Senate back at Parker when I was there. And uh, one of the admin people there was just like um, saying stuff like, well, you know, your group is very different to work with because everyone's just so opinionated no matter what it is. So, so honestly, like, I think the, the most interesting chiropractic student in the world kind of came from, like, I, when I, like, really like something, I really get obsessed with it, and I don't stop, stop learning about it until I know everything about it. So, so like, I always seem to have some kind of story or life of things that actually happened. <laughs> I know you've, uh, you've got an exam tomorrow, and you know, I'm getting some feedback, someone might, might uh, not use any headphones, so I think it might be coming from you, Brendan. Yeah, you headphones you can uh, add on. I'm going to mute for just a moment if you can go grab some headphones. We'll see if that figures itself out. Uh, but anyway, so Dave, I know you've got an exam, I don't want to keep you too long, so if you need to sure. take off, do that. But before you go, tell me, who's been your favorite interview so far? Um, my favorite interview so far has um, been not only like a, a really good mentor of mine, but also like the highest viewed video, uh, which is uh, uh, the Dark Lord, Mark Swordlick. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I own his manuals. It's good stuff. Um, and, and the reason why like he, his is um, my favorite is that, uh, number one, um, there's not very... There's not very much uh, information online about him, so so like for him to do a interview with me was like almost unheard of, and but but the main reason why of why I, I loved it so much was that um, the way that he looks at uh, chiropractic and just marketing in general is more of a you know straight no BS no fluff no rah rah you know and you know like when I went through his manuals and stuff like that, it really um, explained a lot, you know, and, and um, the, like the biggest thing that came out from the manuals is what I had him talking about, which was the difference between marketing and promotions. And, you know, my entire journey through, you know, I, I thought chiropractic was this way. This is how we need to communicate to the public to get, you know, greater like utilization. Um, but like it wasn't, you know, and, and what I was thinking was the way um, was actually truly devaluing chiropractic and actually destroying it, you know, um, you know, for the future. So, um, so, so he, you know, he, he explained a little bit like the, like the distinction of that, because that was my biggest thing from it. And he also kind of explains a little bit about his background, how he became the dark Lord, um, how, uh, 
how this, the chiropractic sandbox kind of uh, was created, which is one of my favorite forums ever. And if you're not part of the chiropractic sandbox, I would add yourself to it. It's not your typical uh, forum, but it's definitely an eye-opening experience that I've, I've learned so much in the past year from there that it's, it's almost priceless. But yeah, um, I, I just uh, heard about it from your video, and I joined it maybe two weeks ago. And there's oh, gotcha. some really, really interesting conversations that go on there. It's, it's huge right now. I mean, yeah, there are some, some interesting topics that pop up because it's, it's definitely not your average group where it's considered like a biker bar. It's like, it's like the Vegas of uh, Facebook groups where, you know, like anything goes. But there's some powerhouses in there that, that are sharing. There's, there's a thread right now that's probably going on like maybe 300 uh, responses. I don't know if you saw that one or not. But uh, there's some big timers in there going back and forth on, on the definitions of very important things that every single chiropractic student should learn about, which is vertebral subluxation, you know, um, like about uh, um, some major case studies are coming out, like the heart rate variability and, you know, all these amazing things that are kind of like also in the sandbox. But of course, there's going to, you know, be the... Uh, all the funny jokes that kind of. I'll happened. have to look that one up. I haven't, I haven't caught that one probably because oh, I joined maybe a little too it's late. It's so good. And then and there's also another technique one um, that that kind of goes through techniques and stuff like that. Oh man, it's, it's there's a wealth of information in there if you can kind of look past some of your you know social norm things that you know people are worried about. But um, <laughs> I, I think it's fun. It's my favorite hands down Facebook group for sure. <laughs> Pretty sweet. It's been. It's been an eye-opener participating in that. Hey, before so before you go, I want you to be able to share your uh, tick pick for this episode. Absolutely. What have you got okay. for us? Well, um, I'm just fresh from a seminar from at Life University, and I got to spend time with one of my mentors. His name is Dr. Andy Roberts, and he teaches a, a, a training uh, called The Art of the Specific, and it's uh, upper cervical chiropractic, and... Um, you don't have to be an upper cervical doc or a chiropractic student, you know, um, to to take it. Um, it's a it's a it, it encompasses everything from um, the philosophy to the rationale to uh, the biomechanics, spinography, uh, thermography, neurology, um, and you know the actual adjustment. Um, it's it's kind of like a modernized HIO, which was you know the technique that at one point was um, the only thing that was taught at uh, Popper College. Um, so whether whether you just want to learn and become a a, a master in chiropractic, or um, or you're just um, wanting to learn more about upper cervical chiropractic, I recommend this seminar to everyone. Um, and I'm bringing him to Dallas, Texas, over Memorial Day weekend, where he's teaching all four modules, which is going to be intense, but um, just one amazing epic weekend to further our mastery of this thing we call chiropractic. Wow, so you're going to bring him out to, to your campus? Or, uh, actually, not my campus. To your area? Yeah, yeah, yeah to my area. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we'll be uh, bringing him to the Dallas, Texas area. Yeah. Sweet. Very yeah. cool. Right, so that's theartofthespecific.com. Yes. So you guys can go check that out, and that'll definitely be in the show notes and in the YouTube video notes down below. You should see that. As well as the fresh start. <laughs> so where can people find you online? Oh, yeah. You should go to uh, uh, facebook.com forward slash LuxTV. Um, 
and then you can just add there or you can go check out my youtube channel which is youtube.com forward slash david hi tran david h-i-h-a-i-t-r-a-n but i'll send you all those links below yeah awesome Awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't mention the name of the channel. Lux TV. I love the the double entendre there. Yeah. Very nice. Bringing light. What, what's your tagline? I kind of. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Shedding and spreading light. Shedding and spreading time. light. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put the game face on. <laughs> nice. I like it. Yeah, that's very nice. And of course, Lux, which I hadn't thought about before, but Lux or Lux is the Latin root for the word light. It is. And that's interesting that it plays a part of the word subluxation. Exactly. I hadn't thought of that before. but So thank you for enlightening me. Yeah. Bringing <laughs> <laughs> right, well, the light back to the people. <laughs> Say that again? Bringing the light back to the people. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> well, hey, if you can stick around for a few more minutes, feel free. Or if you need to go study for that exam, do that. I do not want you to get a worse grade on my account. No, no worries. Yeah, like I'll, uh, I'll hang out for a bit. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so, Brendan, I've muted you, but I think we've got things worked out. You may need to go up to Hopefully. the settings, and, you know, up in the top of the video, make sure that your sound is coming out through the headphones, but it sounds like it's going good. All right, so far, so good. Awesome. So you are the man behind the Twitter account for Saka. I am. I actually was named the communications chair for Saka, um, when I was a second trimester student here at NYCC and uh, really started in earnest getting into that role last fall. Uh, and pretty much the entire job before had been just to create a, uh, a newsletter that was put out just in a PDF format and left in some various forums and whatnot. And um, I decided that as, you know, as far as time constraints and everything, that wasn't a big priority for me and wanted to move towards the communication that people actually are seeing on a day-to-day -day basis now, um, namely uh, getting our Facebook group uh, more streamlined, getting the Twitter account to be active, um, and uh, then putting out some materials that uh, you know were more accessible to people. Do you, how many people do you have following? I mean, do people use Twitter? Do chiropractic uh, students <laughs> use Twitter? That's what I'm really asking. That is, that's actually a great question. And when it, when we started the account, I really wasn't sure if it was going to come in useful ever. Um, so the the one the one event that we had that it really turned out to be useful was at the National Chiropractic Legislative Conference a month ago. NCLC, um, right? NCLC, yeah, in Washington D.C. And congratulations, um, by the way, for winning one of the video scholarships. Why, thank you. Uh, so. At NCLC, we actually got a little competition going to see who could use the uh, the hashtag NCLC2014 uh, the most frequently and in the most different contexts. And uh, it actually it was fantastic. We saw that hashtag uh, adopted by uh, you know the actual the docs throughout their conference uh, by the vendors that were that were at the conference by. Uh, people that we were visiting with, and it also made its way across Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So oh, it was, really? it was, it was interesting to see that all sort of come from our Twitter account, which, as you say, a, as a baby account, uh, only has maybe 200 people following it. That's a generous number at the moment. Hey, but if if people are watching, go and check it out. It's uh, the hashtag is student ACA. Yeah, and I'm pulling up. <sighs> 
I don't think I can just share this app, but um, pulling up, yeah, NCLC 2014, and so that I I hadn't thought because it's a SAC account that you were getting doctors involved as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, one of the the doctors really um, there's a lot of there's a lot of split over who's actually using social media and who isn't, um, but and as and particularly Twitter. But for the people who are on Twitter, they hadn't really found any. You know, there weren't there weren't a lot of people for them to centralize around, and so it was it was kind of cool to offer this up and see so many people take advantage of, uh, you know, this this opportunity to actually communicate and share their thoughts, uh, their reflections on what they're sitting in, their pictures from their legislative meetings, and all of that good stuff. It sort of condensed all that media into one place. So it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So, <clears throat> okay, of us, I'm on Twitter. Brennan, you're on Twitter. Uh, Alicia, are you on Twitter? I have. I only have a Twitter account to follow the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a diehard fan. How about you, Brian? Yeah, I'm um, at Brian underscore by design. Okay, so you are on Twitter as well, and I know and, Dave. Uh, our extraordinary lives as well. Okay, I tried to look you guys up, and I didn't find you earlier today. So I'll have to find that again. Um, yeah, so let's look at this NCLC. Let's see if this map is going to work. Where was it? It was in Washington, right? Legislative. Yes, you got it. Uh, yeah, it's not showing up on this map. <laughs> There's got to be something that will show that. I mean, there were hundreds and hundreds. Um, in and fact, the ACA today had an article uh, in which it is mentioned, so that's kind of cool. I didn't even know that myself. Yeah, I think they just hardly, barely mentioned it. But uh, <laughs> no, they, I mean, they, they were raving about it. They were really going crazy. Uh, but yeah, I mean... In Instagram even had lots of tags. I don't know if I should click on this while we're going live. There might be some uh, interesting Instagram photos. Oh, they all look great. Oh, yeah, man. This was one of the groups there. Um, were these the, the, the... Not sure where these guys are from. I know I saw a couple <laughs> of, of your school, right? NYCC had a huge showing. How many students did you have? We actually... We brought, we brought 37 students down to the conference, which was... Not even the biggest group that went. Uh, National uh, brought down a group of forty-five students. Incredible. Yeah, and it's and that's that's the really exciting thing is um, it was interesting hearing Dave talk about uh, you know using using Dave and Brian both talking about using the media to uh, bring outside influences into their school. Um, I guess one of the luxuries that maybe we don't think about so much is that. Our school is, you know, pretty conveniently located and well connected, so we do have a good number of people come through here. Um, and so, for me, uh, the whole focus of all of these communications endeavors is to try to get students out, uh, to get them communicating with other people, and uh, you know, get students talking to other students at other schools. It's actually really exciting for me to be here right now. I, I love, I love meeting other people better. Of of like mine, so it's uh, that's that's really my focus. Yeah, I'm really glad you said that because that was really my goal with exploring chiropractic, and I you know I, I just I was kind of curious to know what was going on at other schools, and short of visiting each one because that was an idea I had early on I was like oh That'd I'm going to go fun, to, to all of the 18 schools in North America and film like video because because part of it is to sharing what each school is like for pre-chiropractic students. And at one time I had the idea of like building a website and going to each school, videoing and doing all this stuff. That was crazy. 
Uh, Alicia, is this kind of your goal as well with the Facebook group for chiropractic students? Uh, what what wanna, did you have in mind? You know, I want to say yes and no. I'm actually a marketing major, so I I was in chiropractic, got hired as a marketer to help build offices and was loving it and eventually kind of came to the conclusion that, you know what, this is the best profession in the world, hands down. Anybody who's ever gotten into it or even been adjusted knows how amazing and how impacting chiropractic is. So I, I think ultimately my whole reason for getting it started was to just allow chiropractic students to see a bit of the outside world of what happens when you graduate, you know, and, and I don't think that we get, you know, as, as David said, and we don't get a lot of that in school. You don't know what happens when you graduate. And so, so not only, you know, to ease people's comforts about boards and to interview doctors, uh, but yeah, definitely to, to let them know like what it's going to be like when you have that degree, when you decide to start that business. And your Facebook group has really taken off because we started about the same time. Yeah. And I think maybe you were you were up about a month before me, and you've got over a thousand likes now, and yes. I've got like a hundred. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't really do a Facebook group; that's not my main thing. But uh, yeah, so what's that been like for you? Uh, it's been interesting. I've actually gotten a lot of really great feedback from doctors, um, you know, messaging me about jobs that are available or uh, equipment that they're selling. So it, it's been really great, and I am really surprised how quickly it's grown. It seems that most of the the likes that I get are from people that are excited about people that are excited. Like, for instance, you're showing me, uh, you know, the page right now. Like, most of the likes are, you know, people want to see what chiropractic's all about, but they don't always want to take it so serious. And I guess that kind of gives them that little avenue. It's pretty cool. You can see people talking about it and just really taking off in the last month or so you really I'm starting to notice a lot more uh, engagement on the page mm -hmm. which really is what social media is all about isn't it yeah absolutely it's actually kind of weird being on this page with you guys I'm not really all that big into computers just love chiropractic and you know I guess that's kind of coming out on this page well guys what do you think is do chiropractic students need to come together online you know, I think they need to come together, period. Uh, chiropractic's the only profession that I've ever seen that actually circles wagons and shoots inward, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, we spend so much time defining our differences that we, we forget what it's all about, like why we're doing this and who we're doing it for. Um, so I, I kind of hope that this page can actually can actually help combine, you know, not only doctors and students, but also you know, really get people into chiropractic to just enjoy it and see what students are going through and what it takes to become a doctor. Brendan, is that, do you, do you notice students talking together a little bit more because of the Twitter account and all that? I, I can't, you know, I can't directly attribute it to the Twitter account, but more towards the live, uh, to the real life events that, that I've been to. Um, both NCLC, well, NCLC was my first one. And I was a new student. I was unconnected with anybody. And that was really what uh, ignited my interest in getting out there a lot more. Uh, and then with the leadership conference that uh, is uh, this year going to be held in Roanoke, Roanoke Virginia um, in September, uh, those two events uh, that I've been to have been really fantastic. They're very student-centric. Um, and so 
I've managed to stay out of that line of fire that you've mentioned uh, among the wagons there. Uh, and instead, I've seen actually a lot more positive uh, results. I've seen a lot of uh, you know, students, students aren't, oh, I had a teacher early on in our time here who said, students really aren't about finding differences. At that level of our uh, development, we're really more about finding our similarities. We're excited to know each other, to meet each other, and to work together. And that's really been my experience so far. And that's what I hope too. And that's, that's kind of what I, I would like to think. But I, I wonder if, you know, like the, the chiropractic sandbox that Dave mentioned, or, uh, you know, having these Twitter accounts and all these different web pages, is it just another venue for chiropractors and chiropractic students to start arguing with each other? Right? Oh, do you- absolutely. If, if that's what they want to do, that's what they'll do every time. Uh, but there's also a lot of opportunity to, uh, you know, step. Uh, I I once heard um, a- another doctor mention that he he found Twitter to be like a cocktail party that you could just conveniently step in and step out whenever you really wanted to, and so you sort of have the opportunity to do that. Go in, make some connections, and step away and and work with the people that you really want to be working with. Brian, do you see it more as a constructive collaboration, or is are there more fighting? because of this online ability? I mean, there's, there's definitely both, but for me, I mean, I want to know as many chiropractors as I can around the world. I get people now, um, even some of my practice members at the college, you know, they go on vacation to go into Ireland and England and um, the Middle East and going all over these places. I'm trying to find them chiropractors. And so the more chiropractors I know, the more I can get the people who need it to want, you know, to a chiropractor that I respect. And yeah, and just building those connections. We're never, you know, without coming together um, as a profession, we're never going to have that massive worldwide shift that we see. So I, I see that, you know, the more we talk, the more, and the more people we know, the more we're going to, you know, bring uh, bring those differences together. Because I think a lot of the times when I see the arguments, it's the differences, you know, it's, it's people who, who don't know the other person. You know, if you've never met the person and, um in real life, it's really easy to, to badmouth them or to go to their website and be like, you didn't say subluxation or you, you know, you didn't this and that or, you know, whatever your your argument is. But I mean, until you meet the person in person, you know, you, um, you know, it, it takes on a different, uh, a different respect. So um, I think, yeah, just just getting out there so we can know more people, connect more docs and just create a bigger community. I think that's definitely a positive you're right. We've seen that just everywhere with with the internet. Is that you're not face to face, so people are so comfortable saying whatever. You know what yeah. I love about it is that uh, there is the option now to communicate with people that you might have different perspectives with. And that's one thing I love about your blog is you're posting uh, somewhat frequently. I mean, do you guys have a schedule for posting, or do you just when you have a thought you post it up? Um, no, yeah, we're we're on a schedule-ish right now. I'm trying to get at least one post, if not two, out a week, and then Tay at the same. Um, obviously, some weeks are you know have different challenges than others, um, but yeah, that's generally our schedule is one post from each of us a week. And that's great, and I love it because you're posting things that you know that are some thoughts that I may not have had, and so I get on there and I read about it, and I think, oh, okay, this is a different perspective than I come from and, yeah. and I've commented on maybe one or two and you know and it creates as long as there's 
uh, that respect and that courtesy, there's a great dialogue that can happen back and forth. Definitely. And we've had, we've had a couple of good dialogues back and forth on the old uh, Facebook message, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, why, why would you guys, would you recommend, I mean, l let me just leave it open. Would you recommend for other chiropractic students to be a little more active online? I think, for, like I said at the start, it's all about building your brand. You know, what kind of impact do you want to have? Um, you know, do you want to play small or do you want to play big? And some people want to play small. Some people just want to be, go back to their hometown and, you know, a, a thousand people and serve that population. That's fine. But if you want to play a, a worldwide global game, if you want to be one of those difference makers, you, you got to be out there. You got to be putting yourself out there, whether you, you get negative feedback or positive feedback. You got to learn to grow from both. What about you, Brendan? Um, I would say that, like, like Brian said, it's, it really is an individual decision. What, what is your vision for it and everything? But really, it's about honesty. Uh, the Internet isn't so much... Uh, there are a lot of people that will just use it for building their brand and for, you know, I want everybody to know my name. But it's, it should be viewed more as a tool for communicating with other people. It, it really is dangerous to lose track of the fact that there are living humans that you'd probably enjoy having a drink with uh, on the other side of the screen. So it's uh, for for me, it's it's a lot about that. The other nice thing about the internet is that it's uh, as you said, you can't visit every place, you can't go to every campus, and so for students who really don't have time for anything, uh, it's one of the tools that we can use. Um, to make all of the information that's important uh, accessible and uh, to, to, you know, to communicate in a much more effective and efficient manner. Yeah, I agree. Alicia, any thoughts on that? Yeah, again, I just, I mean, I think the, the most exciting thing for me is just getting the word out there about chiropractic, whether it's to, you know, students or, you know, the general public, but, uh, I mean, ultimately, if you, <laughs> you got to figure out what your goal is. You want to be an amazing chiropractor, like you just said. Like, do you want to be an amazing chiropractor in your town? Do you want to be, you know, do you want to work with a group of people? Do you want to have your own business? I, ultimately, you need to do what you need to do to get yourself from point A to point B. And, you know, and for me, it is. It's, it's communicating with a ton of people, and it's really expressing, like, how amazing this field is and really getting that word out there. And that's, that's what it is for me. I agree, and I, I see it as well as a as a form of practice now, or when I do have a practice. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, I, I'm a huge geek. I love podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts probably for six, maybe eight years, and I've always wanted, like, I've been curious about whether there's chiropractic practice uh, podcasts out there, and I didn't find very many. There, there are now. There's more and more. Things coming out. I was just listening earlier today. The uh, the Chiropractic Rule Breakers podcast is a fairly new one that I'm enjoying. Uh, but you know, I I see internet becoming so ubiquitous and pervasive in everything that we do that if you're going to start a practice in the you know in the near future, having that online presence is a key part of marketing of getting the word out of giving back to the community and now is a great time to practice it 
doing, you know, building those skills and getting used to using the technology. Uh, and that's just one of the reasons that I do it. I mean, really, it's just because I'm a geek. And I just like <laughs> wasting time online uh, rather than studying for boards. It's productive procrastination. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's going to come in, come in handy in the future. Brian, is that... Now, you, you um, we're going to talk about this in the tick picks, but you take part in this life by design. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's a, a culture, a, a marketing program or what it is, but is, is your blog, is a, is a big part of your blog preparing for your future practice? Yeah, so it's, um, our extraordinary lives is basically an extension of life by design because life by design's mission is to, you know, empower a million families worldwide to be living a life by design. And, you know, that obviously has chiropractic as um, the, the main um, nucleus of, of care, but then showing them what else they, they can do. So, so spreading the chiropractic lifestyle, um, you know, about bringing kids in, about, you know, um, getting adequate movement, um, eat by design and uh, think by design. So having a purpose. So even as you see the family up there on the page, you know, they're, they're focused with a, a specific purpose in mind and they're, you know, just living this extraordinary life. So yeah, so our extraordinary lives came from as an extension of, um, of being um, involved with Life by Design. And when we, when we start our practice next year, um, we'll be uh, Life by Design approved practice um, and we'll be ready to go. So, I mean, yeah, so the, the, the blog now basically has, you know, focuses on those um, for things, uh, power by design, uh, move by design, think by design, and eat by design. So there's blog posts related to each of those. If you go to categories at the top, you can kind of search and filter the blog posts um, by those categories. So whatever you're interested in on the day. How um, does this have anything to do with uh, James Chestnut's program of eat well, move well, think well? Has this grown from that, or is this? It's, it's definitely an extension of that. Yeah, it's it's you know it's. It's, it's a different uh, movement, but it's it's based on the same principles. I mean, Chestnut came up with amazing, amazing work to, you know, even have wellness chiropractic, um, you know, be a viable option um, more than, you know, just being like, oh, you should drink more water or, you know, you should do these spinal stretches. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but I mean, I don't, how many chiropractors do the spinal stretches that they have in their, um, in, in their recommended guidelines? Like... <laughs> For me, the spinal stretches are just kind of boring. I'd rather do CrossFit and deadlift like that bear on the screen. Um, yeah, these are awesome photos. And I know yeah, you, so they're, they're, you guys are on Instagram as well, and you're always posting some pretty cool photos about CrossFit or whatever, or food or whatever you're doing on there. Yeah, so the the Instagram too. We have you know we the Instagram, Twitter, everything just works our extraordinary lives. You know, just just getting it out there too. Um, promote the the website to get more people living an extraordinary life because I mean that's the ultimate goal is the the blogs you know um, for the public it's for people to consume it's you know I want to see as many people as we can you know building toward that um, million and even billion families living extraordinary lives like um, I I mean I think we'll create more leaders in the community and more um, just a healthier population by leading them this way. It's great. And I love the redesign. You guys redesigned it pretty recently. Yeah, so we're, we're still kind of playing with that, uh, just trying to make it more user-friendly. And you guys are using and aesthetically Word, easy. You guys are using WordPress, is that right? We are, yeah. 
Yeah. What, um, I mean, is that a great tool for someone that wants to start blogging? Should they go to Blogger? Should they, uh, you know, pay for a website? What do you think? Um, in practice, like, yeah, so all the content from this blog is going to transfer to our practice website um, when we open that. And so, I mean, we want to have an innovative practice website as well. I mean, we don't want to just be, you know, the typical um, chiropractic uh, website for our practice. So we want to have, you know, activity and different things going on there. And so, yeah, so this is just preparation for uh, preparation for the future and just getting us ready to be out there. Um, we even, you know, take the content that's on our website now um, and hand hand out newsletters to our practice members uh, at the college. So, I mean, we, we create, you know, like a recipe and, you know, an, an article meant to educate them on that topic. So it's kind of like having a whiteboard in practice when, you know, you're, you're kind of limited by what you can do in school to, you know, talk about subluxation, talk about, um, you know, different aspects of chiropractic, talk about getting their kids under care. So, I mean, having them, you know, giving them an article and maybe, you know, they read that article, maybe they pass it on to their friend. Um, we always put like a, a gift of health on there as well. So, I mean, it's like, if you know anybody else who can benefit. And so they're constantly, um, they're constantly getting that cue, you know, every two weeks, you know, like who, who else can you send in, you know, because we want to help more people. I love this post that you, that you recently had walking around the house in my underwear. Uh, I love, you know, some of the titles are really catchy and fun. Um, but this one was such a, a great article. just talking about how you plan your life and how you make time for going to the beach and, you know, just taking time to r- relax, even when you've got tests and clinic and work and everything. Hey, why do you think I'm on here right now in the middle of the day? <laughs> this is awesome. And I think this... This uh, single blog post is going to make a lot of people jealous of you living in New Zealand right now. <laughs> Already successful. Uh, I do miss the beach. I, you know, I hated the beach when I was younger, but I actually miss it quite a bit now. I, I grew up in San Diego. Well, hey, let's move on. Since we mentioned it just a bit, let's move on to your uh, tick pick. So, our tick picks of the episode are are things that you guys find cool that you think every chiropractic student should check out. Um, what is your tick pick for this week, Brian? Yeah, so it's uh, life, get, get on to Life by Design. You said you were looking for more chiropractic podcasts. Life by Design worldwide through the Wellness Couch. Um, so, I mean, wellness, wellness Guys and Wellness Couch have a whole list of podcasts. Uh, life by Design is part of that. Um, it, there's all sorts of cool stuff um, ranging from anywhere in your lifestyle. So to paleo to... Life by Design, to Chiropractic, to um, Love, you know, there's all sorts of things. Um, so check out Life by Design if you want to be part of the movement, um, you know, get in contact with someone or just find out more. Um, listen to the podcast, you'll get a lot out of it. There's a lot of uh, just communication, patient education is just phenomenal. Um, so get on there. And then the last thing I'll, I'll show you is uh, Demartini Breakthrough Experience. I just um, went this weekend here in Auckland and it pretty much blew my mind. So, I mean, most people have heard of Martini, but uh, actually getting out to the full weekend seminar is uh, will blow your mind even further. Pretty awesome. Let's move on. Brendan, do you, well, I have, I didn't give you time to come up with a pick. Do, do you have something that you'd like to share with the students out there? Well, actually, I, I don't mind a little pressure. Uh, 
these students get used to that. So yeah, that's all right. Um, off the cuff, uh, the first thing that comes to mind, my go-to recommendation is actually uh, the writer Atul Gawand and his book Better. Um, he's actually a surgeon, and uh, he started his writing time uh, also just writing a blog, um, and eventually was picked up uh, and started writing for newspapers and started writing books. And he writes a lot about uh, critical thinking in the healthcare industry, and uh, the book Better is really about what are the systems or the lack of systems that we have, what is working, what isn't working, um, and what are some of the stories that come out of that. Uh, and it's, it's really fantastic writing uh, and a really interesting view on um, what all of us can be doing to improve uh, healthcare delivery in America. Uh, and I guess as a, as a side note, another uh, great voice that I came across recently was uh, Dan Buettner uh, and his TED Talk on how to live to be 100 plus. Uh, he is a longevity coach and a writer for National Geographic um, who's done a lot of studies on cultures throughout the world and who lives the longest and what do those cultures have in common. And his message is fantastic um, and incorporates a lot about wellness and uh, awareness and uh, about taking the time for yourself like, like you mentioned walking around in your underwear. Uh, mm. And I'm actually hoping to bring him into uh, a chiropractic event of some sort at some time in the near future uh, because his, his message is, is fantastic. That is really cool. I love TED Talks. And I don't know if you, if you follow them closely. They just had this week uh, their, their most recent live conference. Um, and there are some cool things. So they... They have a conference with like, I don't know, 100 talks, and then they post one a day throughout the year. And I'm super excited for one coming up about um, the Boston Marathon bombings and a dancer who mm. lost her leg and some research that's been providing um, some prosthetics that are able to help her dance again. I used to be a ballroom dancer, and so that's why I found that one interesting. So I love TED Talks. And uh, so, again, the book is... Uh, how do you pronounce his name? Atul Gawande? Atul Gawande? I, well, I, to be honest, I don't know if I verbalized it before, uh, but that would be my assumption. Very awesome. I'm definitely going to have to download it. One more Kindle book to add to my list. Oh, absolutely. There's there's always too many books to read. This, this would probably be really fascinating, just having finished Microbiology Boards and the, one of the first chapters on washing hands. So quick poll, just to create some controversy. Germ theory of disease, yes or no? Really? Wait, are you uh, saying... Yes, I, I mean, d yes, no. Are you saying disease or are you saying dis-ease? Uh, either one. Take your pick. <laughs> just a I'm just curious. <laughs> Wait, uh, Brian, was that a thumbs up or down? I didn't, didn't quite catch. Oh, sorry, it was thumbs down. down. Okay, Alicia, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I... Uh, you sideways if you want. <laughs> I, I'm just going to just shake my head at you right now. Just move on. <laughs> awesome. I, sorry, I just like bringing up some controversy. So Alicia, well, actually, after being in practice now, uh, sometimes you get your hands on some, you know, some smelly people and you just got to, you, you do have to use the, the poison spray and uh, <laughs> wipe them clean. Do you guys have uh, alcohol sanitizer in the clinic? Or yeah, it's always empty. Uh, is it really? 
That's funny. Uh, we just did in micro. We did a you know quick swab test, and uh, somebody did the the hand pump on the sanitizer, and yeah. that was the worst <laughs> out of all of the ones that we. I mean, water bottle did you know up the nose things, and the was the alcohol sanitizer pump. So that was pretty interesting. Alicia, tick pay. All right, um, you're cutting in and out, so hopefully you can still hear me. But um, I, I have to stay suit with the way that I, you know, the way that I feel about things. I hope that chiropractic students are really thinking ahead. And so I pulled out Hippocrates Shadow by David H. Newman. So you can add that to your uh, Kindle book. Um, the thing that I really love about this book is it talks about number needed to treat. It talks about SIBO effect. Um, it talks about back surgeries and, um, you know, and it's not really in favor for them. It, it basically says that we don't really know enough about surgery to be able to say that this is even successful. And as you guys know, number needed to treat for back surgeries is ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, so this is a really good book that, that kind of takes, you know, things that are very complicated things to explain to patients um, and things that go way over their head and kind of condenses it and it adds some stories. Um, David H. Newman is actually a medical doctor. He's an ER surgeon actually, so he's able to explain, you know, giving saline and having the same effect as having given, um, you know, a painkiller essentially, or analgesic. So it's, I guess, I guess the whole reason I picked this out of all things is to really get people you know, to get the general public on par with things like antibiotics, CPR, um, and ultimately to give, you know, students a book to give to their friends and family that really explains why we love what we do. That is so cool. I'm so... I'm in suspense. I know, I just lost him. Yep. <laughs> hey, where'd you go? <laughs> it's just us three on here. Oh, man, that's a party now. Right? So, Brian, you're about to graduate. How just really, really excited about that. Hey, Nathan. <laughs> Welcome back. You're back. Uh, just as so I was Nathan. saying at the time, <laughs> discussing where we are in the program and your vision for the future. What, what do you think? <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. I crashed. Oh, it drives me nuts. Um, yeah, so I don't want to interrupt what you guys were talking about. but Oh, we were talking about you. Where are you at in the program? How's things going? Great. great. Uh, but I want to... All right, let me jump in here. As you can tell, this audio is just awful, so I'm just going to cut in real quick and let you know my tick pick was circleofdocs.com. And this is a new social network that's being built um, along with Patrick Gentempo. And it's been a, been around for quite a while, but they're rebranding it, um, getting it a version 2.0, and it's going to be pretty awesome. And, recently teamed up with and now back to me blabbering on the show. And they're redesigning it. They're really um, marketing it well. They were just at, uh, was it Cal Jam, I think, and getting a lot of people to join up. So it's it's looking like it might be a pretty cool thing. So go to circleofdocs.com and uh, sign up for the beta. Just put in your name and email, and you'll be notified as soon as it goes live. So that is my tick pick for the week. Well, thank you guys for holding down the while I was dealing with the internet crash. 
And uh, But let's wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for joining me today and talking about social media. Yeah, it's been a blast. I wish we could do this more often, um, but we're all just so busy. It's been great to have some time off for, for the break. And I'm going to be pumping out probably four or five episodes over these, these two weeks that I'm off. So track of exploringchiropractic.com. Let's check it out on Twitter. And, of course, the Google+, Plus, which everybody is on. Not really. Uh, but, Alicia, tell us where people can find you. And Yeah, I'm hearing, like, every third word you're saying. <laughs> I bet you didn't uh, expect to see me back here. Ah, yeah, hello. You're able to back as well. Uh, so, how, Alicia, how can people get on the Facebook group? Oh, all you have to do is just go to Facebook.com and type chiropractic students into the search bar and you will find us. Join the 1,100 students and counting. Exactly. Brian, how about you? You extraordinaryhours.com. Yes, and uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter as well, it's at Brian by underscore by design. All right, I'll have that in the show. Uh, you want to plug Taya? You want to give her, does she have a separate one or is she just on the same? Uh, we, we pretty much share everything, so you'll yeah. find both of us there. Awesome. Okay, Brendan, how can people find you and follow you? You are all over the place on Twitter. Uh, I'm, I'm in many, many places. Uh, you can find the Student American Chiropractic Association account at Student ACA on Twitter. Um, and you can find me at BH McCann, B-H-M-C-C-A-N-N. Um, and uh, furthermore, I'd love to have more people follow my blog. Um, I write about perspectives on chiropractic edu education, all of the trends that we come across, reflections on, uh, you know, some of the class material and other things that, uh, you know, are part of the everyday life of a chiropractic student. It's really an underappreciated uh, view in the general public. And so uh, what started out as a letter home to mom and dad became uh, uh, an, an open letter to the world about what it is that we do. Um, I love it. And I'd I encourage it. others to join me in writing about that. It, there are a lot of uh, students uh, of all types that blog about it, and it really does help uh, to improve uh, the outlook on any given profession. Uh, my personal, my blog uh, is handsintraining.wordpress.com. You send them to me, and I'll put them uh, on the Facebook group. Maybe Alicia can post them because. I tried, I tried doing the same thing. You know, the first quarter is like, okay, I'm going to post every week, but I just, I just didn't do it. But you, you managed to do it. And I loved your recent one uh, when you were sleepless the night before boards. I think <laughs> I found that I was, I was lying in bed with my iPhone scrolling through Twitter <laughs> at about 11 p.m. before boards. Practically, this has been fun. We didn't even talk about LinkedIn uh, and some other. You know, social networking sites that we might want to get involved. Uh, I guess we'll have to do part two. It's a date. <laughs> it's good. Follow us on uh, exploringchiropractic.com, on Twitter, as I said, and uh, let's you know, get back to studying.